welcome to Architecture Talk Tang. I am Sara Colada, an architect and organizer of the Disrupt Symposium, the first of its kind business of architecture event, bringing to stage major architecture practices to cover topics related to entrepreneurship and practice operations within the AEC industry. I am an architecture business development consultant and my goal is to raise the financial well-being of architects through effortless business growth. Each podcast episode features an expert or thought leader from the AEC industry who shares their journey, challenges and advice. Now, let's dive into this episode and welcome our guest for an exclusive interview. Hello everybody, this is Sarah Colata. This is a morning broadcast today in Europe. I'm connecting with Sai Sawat and she is an architect, a millennial, who is also an architecture writer. And I really like her pieces. I've seen quite a few on parametric architecture. And also she's been just generally being really open, sharing topics on social issues, equality. and. I'm really very excited always to find people writing from passion, but also blurring the boundaries of what traditional architecture is all about and moving into also taking a voice and sharing their, their experiences or perhaps just like reflecting back whatever's happening in the architecture work to us. I love writing or reading, actually I love writing too, but reading architecture and I think we need more of that. And today I invited Saili to talk a little bit about the importance of storytelling. It's quite a big topic in architecture and I've seen it to be a popular topic and in demand as well as I create this content and talk to different experts. And also working with private clients, I'm noticing more and more the issue that architects struggle to tell a real story about their buildings and to really reflect their soul through words and be able to promote themselves better. And I think that in Novaday society, it's extremely important to be able to do that. So today with Saili, we're going to discuss a little bit how to do it better and through the power of words, basically, to be able to position yourself as well and communicate exactly the essence of your business, of your architecture practice and yourself as an architect to others. Because oftentimes, just the few words that you can say about yourself whilst you introduce yourself or write in an article are make or break and they can either attract people to you and make them interested or you lose that opportunity. So Saili, thank you so much for joining me today on this talk. How are you? Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for having me here. I'm great. How's Berlin? Yeah, it's great. Very, given the fact that it's already super late May, it's very cloudy. So we have a lot of rain and clouds. So yeah, like I'm really excited to have you and to talk about this before we, we started to broadcast, we had a little conversation already about this topic. And you've been telling me a little bit about how important basically positioning and social media is for architects, especially on LinkedIn. So tell me a little bit more about your experience in that area. I really value this as well. And I think the audience will as well, given the fact that you're a millennial. So it's almost like this fresh look onto you know content creation and basically talking about you know 
because millennials do it better. Yeah, I think we have the leverage to, you know, we have the power to leverage our social media and to have a global impact while you're just, you know, sitting with your phone. You don't even need to have a laptop. If you even have a phone and you're using the right content and you are realizing what your niche is and you are talking about that niche and you're helping someone, I think, you know, there's no limit to what in return you'll get. You know, it's not just about you. It's a two-and-so process. And when I started on LinkedIn, it was my first job interview, first ever job interview. And they told me that, no, please share your LinkedIn profile. We'll go through it and we'll go through your CV. And I just told them, I don't have a LinkedIn profile. And, you know, I had a 10-minute long lecture that, you know, how can you not have a LinkedIn profile? This is the new age. LinkedIn is where we get all our talent. So they just told me that, you know, don't apply if you don't have a thousand followers on LinkedIn. And then it hurt me. And I just went on LinkedIn. I saw and within a month, I realized that, you know, that portal has so much power and so many people. And it's so helpful. I used to be so lost during my college times when, you know, I used to have a doubt as to where should I apply for architectural writing. If I should write, then how much should I charge? You know, every, all these aspects. And I was so caught up because in that small circle, there was no clarity. Because architectural journalism, even still in India, is, you know, a bit unknown. It's still very unconventional. And it is looked upon as, you know, just consider it as a side gig for you. Don't, it cannot be a primary. So I went on LinkedIn. I didn't find any architectural writers, but I found a lot of content writers who wrote about architecture. And that made me think that, you know, we know buildings better. We have, nobody can know buildings better than us is what I feel. And it's the same for architectural photographers also, because they have the eye. They know how they can capture spaces more perfectly because we have studied them so deeply. I thought that, no, we should be doing this. Architects should be doing this. And through a lot of guidance, you know, through LinkedIn, I have received such helpful advice from seniors. And it included everything. Every single doubt that I had, I always seeked out these people and they helped me out. And slowly I started you know, branding myself and, you know, I targeted my niche, that is architectural writing. And I started talking about the struggles that I faced in an expectation that, you know, maybe what I have faced, the other people who are starting out don't go through that. And somewhere the audience also, also resonated. And somewhere what happened was that the clientele also got attracted to it, seeing that, you know, okay, maybe she's speaking, she has impact on an audience. So maybe she'll be a good writer. Let's take her. So I think it's, it's a chain reaction. It's a chain reaction. And people need to leverage their social media, no matter what you're doing. Architecture Talk Tank is sponsored by the good people at Integrated Projects, a team of architects and technologists focused on the digitalization of the built environment. Did you know that there are more existing buildings in this world than websites? Yet only 0.0001% have been digitized. In response to this, the Integrated Projects team launched BIMIT to digitize any space imaginable. Offices, homes, mechanical spaces, you name it. Now any architect, engineers or reality capture specialists can convert their 3D scan into LOD 200 BIM just in hours, not weeks, or months. Why does this matter? 
Well, now we can accurately view, verify and quantify the spaces that we design, build and operate. To learn more about BIMIT, visit www.integrated-projects.com forward slash Sarah Colada. Absolutely. I think it's super important. And like I mentioned at the beginning, you know, it's, it's a make or break how you communicate your projects or what you stand for as an architect, basically on social media or even in your sort of the first few minutes when you introduce yourself, right? And uh, it's just tremendous that throughout our whole like architecture practice and like the tradition is that we very put a lot of like weight and importance onto image, render, a picture, right? Essentially the visualization of the project. And first of all, they, they are very powerful, surely, but they're not so personal. They're more impersonal. And furthermore, they're more, they're selling an idea of a project, not you particularly. And I think that a lot of architects mistaken that to be, since I created it and I designed this particular piece of architecture, it speaks about me. It's not like that. A lot of times when people look at a building or a design of a building, they're thinking more about the story attached to that design rather than the creator. And unless you're already sensitized towards this topic, you know, by being interested in architecture, then you might be picking up on more story from an image thinking, oh, the architect, what, what did the architect mean? Or what is the, you know, what is the creation of thought here? But I think what's really important is to understand in architecture, how important words are and how to use them correctly. And that whole idea of storytelling and wrapping up your expertise and also your uniqueness or individuality in words and how to do it correctly is fascinating. And it seems to be extremely important because it's, it's like your business card really in the social media world. You know, you're writing about architecture, you write about these things. So tell me a little bit like about this topic and perhaps you have some tips for architects as to how they can communicate their projects better to actually make them more accessible and relatable. I think writing has always been a part of our curriculum. Like from first year, we have had a lot of history of architecture. We have had architectural theory where you're researching and you're reading Bernard Shumi and all these architects and what all they have written. So it actually started from the very start and we and it's like a parallel i would not say that just designing is enough but you need to communicate it through words now words could be in the form of written or even in your juries you don't just you know paste your sheets on the board and you're like okay this is it you study it for yourself you actually talk about it and talking is also words so you need words to you know tell about the story behind your project and that's the same thing that I started, you know, I started by just communicating my projects through social media on various channels that, you know, this was the story that was behind the project. Then I later on moved on to different articles and blogs and started reading as to how they, you know, dis like just explain their project. It's very like magical realism kind of a thing. You have to take your writing in such a way that the reader is actually experiencing that space while you're reading that words you're feeling okay if it's about an alley i'm standing in an alley and this is how it looks so that is what it is 
and as far as tips i think the tips could be like it's only when you read more and read relevant and then start writing 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 every day is only you can improve because i you know i first was not very good at writing but i had thoughts i knew i had thoughts i had an idea and i knew that you know i could interpret things so i used to just go to my seniors or you know some friends that i had who were doing literature who were studying literature so i used to just go at them and be like you know just give me a critique on this and i think that's important if you feel that architectural writing is something you're inclined to you need to just start writing and reading enough and that would be the greatest tip another tip would be like lot of people think that they need to jump into their entire profession if they are interested in the best solution could be just do internships is what i feel if you are interested in some domain just do short internships because i think they are the best experience where you can just take one step in and you know that company won't fire you if something goes wrong because you are an intern so you have the leverage of making mistakes and learning and getting to know of that particular domain and while i was learning i was very confused you know once you are an architect the journey literally starts there post that you have to actually figure out okay now i am an architect what should i do the world is telling me to just you know draw plan elevation sections but i know i don't want to do that so it's okay now let's explore what are my options so that is what i started i just do started doing random internships which i thought are related to architecture and it involved ui ux design it involved architectural journalism i even started teaching design institute where i want to be so yeah so that would be the tip the more you explore before you confirm yourself to one domain i think you just need to expose yourself to everything that you can do in your potential and i think that then you will be happy when you choose you know once you make that the same way you're talking about your book etc i think it, it's inspiring that you want to talk about this topic you know and yeah. everybody is just talking about their building we need to talk about the you know how you can brand how you can market your own self in the you know out there yeah this episode of architecture talk tank is brought to you by the mgs global group a team that provides on demand cat and bin drafting as well as renderings for architecture firms in today's environment with everyone experiencing a surge in projects and staffing challenges mgs global can deliver your drawings on time and within your budget So why work with MGS Global? Their customer service is exceptional and they provide quality for value. They have completed over 5000 projects worldwide, a testament to their work. Now you can focus on design and let MGS do the rest. Check them out at www.mgsglobalgroup.com. In respect of basically using words for branding and marketing, what in your opinion is the most important to include especially for example in a LinkedIn profile? In a LinkedIn profile, I think you need to be very specific about what you are providing. You don't have to say a lot, but if you have your niche, you need to stick to your niche and brand yourself that way. I think most of the LinkedIn profile gets lost in that transition where while you're reading a profile you are confused as to what do i gauge from it because there's so much written i think you need to be very specific that i come from this background and i provide this and these are my expertise i think if you can you know just it's a spot on profile then because 
I am seeing, I see a lot of profiles where they're talking too much and then we go to the experiences, it's a bit vague. So I think it needs to be that in that one category as to what you're providing. You need to be out of your comfort zone and you need to start posting. You need to start talking about things. And I was very, you know, first I'm not, I might be a millennial as you say, but I was not on social media and, you know, like being out there and posting. But I do follow one Saheli Chatterjee. She's one of a very good content writer in India. We could consider as one of the top most. And she, in one of her live sessions, she said, you know, don't be afraid, just post it. You're not like, you know, you don't have to feel judged because social media is judgmental. And you have to learn to screen what is coming to you, good, bad, both. And that sort of, you know, started this urge that, you know, let's just, I don't have anything to post. I'm a student right now. Let's just talk about what my struggles are as a student. So then Uh it started. And then after, you know, I started getting work. Then I started talking about how freelancing, what are the challenges, how we can, you know, what are the common problems that you're facing as a freelancer and how do you face it? And it's just that. And then there's this entire community where you're building, where people are approaching you, you are approaching people for help. So it's like a good ecosystem is what I feel. And we need to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important. And, and specifically like the way that we communicate that as well, like you said, not being too deep on the concept and then weak in the experience, but just trying to keep a balance and to communicate that. So in respect of specifically the communication and using words to describe yourself as an architect or architecture, do you have any tips for that? As in, if you want on your LinkedIn profile to present, brand yourself that way. Okay. Yeah, like basically it's more, so for example, you know how we talked a little bit about architects like trying to present themselves through images a lot. And I think that words are extremely important. What words and how do you use the storyline, right? The description in order to show yourself as more unique and to take away also from the pictures and to be able to show yourself as an artist, architect, visionary. It's more personable. I think this is what I find people struggle with and it would be great to get some advice on it. I think journey, as I mentioned earlier, people seek journey behind it. They don't want to know the end product and how glamorous it is. They want to know how did you reach it? Because LinkedIn, I realize everyone is trying to learn something from everyone, something like that. So if you're posting a rendered, if you could just showcase that the struggles you went through, what was the software you used, what time you took to produce that, and you brand it as, you know, I started with this, these were the challenges. And, you know, people, how many redos did you get? We want to know because, you know, that's the thing. When you post a very glamorous render, the first thing is that if you don't post a story, it's an intimidating aspect and then it Mm. creates that disconnect between your audience and most of the time i've seen most of the architects what they do that the render is going to be self-agree i'm just going to post the render without any caption so then it just gets you know swiped there's no connect so i think words are the binding aspect another thing is that you need to tag a lot of people now if for example, you gave me a render and you are my boss or something like that. I want to, I created a render for you. So I will tag Sarah Kolata and I will talk about how you helped me through that process. So somewhere it creates 
that you know that audience binding with your audience as well that way so i think we need to do that and i it's a very millennial thing but please use hashtags because they are going to land you crazy response in your community it might sound these small things where you feel that okay should i do this hashtag is too you know new age for me should i be doing this you should be doing this there is a limit of 30 hashtags think of all 30 and be out there because if you and i mean i was in that you know initial stage where social media and going out there was something like i'm never going to do this you know i believe in my work i believe in my passion and somebody is going to find me so i think my senior did burst this bubble he was like you have to go out there okay and you have to go out there so that somebody can find you so i think that is what you have to do and, and yeah don't be scared i see so many juniors who still ask me that you know are you sure we should like you know don't you think it's bragging when you're talking about so much about your work i'm just like no it's not bragging you've worked hard for it you're just telling people that you've worked hard for it that's it yeah yeah sure definitely oh my god so that's amazing and i think it's really important to embrace this so thank you so much for joining me today saili was lovely having this conversation with you and giving us some tips on writing on social media on basically linkedin presence it was lovely hosting you and to everyone out there thanks guys so much if you are into this kind of content please go to sara colata youtube and subscribe as there is more coming up regularly of guests talking about architecture social media marketing business and many other things that can help you get profitable uh, and basically market yourself better as an architect thank you so much and i'll see you all in the next show architecture talk tank has its own frequency we're not a regular podcast but we are here for you always if you have a suggestion for a guest or have a story that others in this community can benefit from please contact me via social media or email me directly at me@saracolara.com to sign up for my newsletter simply go to the website saracolara.com i am on instagram youtube and linkedin you can find me by typing my name sara colara come say hi i'm always excited when you reach out bye for now and see you in the next episode